employment and industrial laws in domestic inquiry. Concepts of domestic inquiry. The concept of domestic inquiry means the initial investigation must be carried out by the employer before the worker is dismissed for misconduct. The purpose is to ensure whether the worker accused of misconduct is guilty or otherwise. This process is a basic principle in industrial relations. It is carried out by an independent body that consists of a panel or investigation board. Its responsibility is to ensure that any dismissal made is based on true reasons. In the case of British Labour Pumped, the court stated that if the employer does not follow the right procedure, the court will question two matters. Namely, did the employer follow the same steps in the investigation and obtained the same information as if the investigation was carried out? If yes, have the worker acted appropriately in dismissing the worker? The procedure of domestic inquiry. Do you know that in Malaysia, the provision regarding the procedure of domestic inquiry is not stated clearly in the Industrial Relation Act 1967. It is only expressed in the terms of the collective agreement that is signed or agreed by the employer and employee. Provisions Section 14.1 AK1955 only states that the employer can and after an investigation impose the following punishments against the employee who is guilty for misconduct. A. Dismiss without notice. B. Demote. And C. Impose other lighter punishments. In terms of practice, before the panel or investigation board conducts the proceedings of domestic inquiry, the employer must appoint the particular parties to investigate the charge on the worker involved. The objective is to gather information that can be used by the employer to prove misconduct. Conduct. If the result of the investigation does not expose sufficient evidence to show that the worker is guilty, further action need not be taken by the employer. There are cases in which the employer and investigators suspect the employee of being guilty of misconduct but without real evidence, they cannot act on suspicion alone. Employment and Industrial Laws in Domestic Inquiry Procedure of Domestic Inquiry The objective is to gather information that can be used by the employer to prove misconduct. If the result of the investigation does not expose sufficient evidence to show that the worker is guilty, further action need not to be taken by the employer. There are cases in which the employer and investigators suspect the employee of being guilty of misconduct but without real evidence, they cannot act on suspicion alone. The evidence obtained during the process of investigation is normally statements by witnesses to the commitment of the offence, documents or any objects used. The process must be done immediately after the offence has been reported. This is to ensure that the worker involved is not aware that their action has been known. If not, the worker may destroy the evidence. After investigation is over, the evidence gathered must be handed over to the domestic inquiry panel or board of investigation of for hearing, trying and deciding on the case. The guidelines for determining the procedure of domestic inquiry. We have investigation to be done fast upon complaint. The accused be given all details as regards misconduct in writing and time given for them 
to reply and defend themselves, the accused has to be followed by the union or its representative during the inquiry, investigation carried out based on investigation of misconduct, examination of the accused allowed, and notes of the proceedings and the judgment to be recorded as proof that the inquiry was carried out properly. Principle of Natural Justice In the case of Great Eastern Life Insurance Berhad and Kesatuan Sekerja Kebangsaan Pekerja Perdagangan, Award 21-1969, the Industrial Court fixed a regulation that is the procedure for dismissal to be taken on the basis of misconduct must be done according to the principle of natural justice. That is, the accused must be given a sufficient chance to know and answer the case against him. The principle of natural justice sets the minimum standard required for fair dismissal. Basically, it contains two elements like the right to be heard and rules against bias. Rules against partiality or bias The rules against partiality and bias refer to the requirement that the panel of investigation consists of people who do not have prejudice either directly or indirectly against the worker. This means that the panel members and the chairman of investigation should not have discussed the facts of the case beforehand and not be involved in the investigation or prosecution. This is because according to law, on the principle of bias, bias does not actually exist but it is sufficient that there occurs a likelihood of bias. If any member of the panel was asked to give his opinion of the case before the investigation was carried out, they cannot accept the job as a member of the panel because this is against the principle of impartiality. Breach of procedure. The next question is whether the dismissal of a worker is considered illegal if procedural fairness, better known as the principle of natural justice that is provided by law, is not followed. Provision Section 14 AK 1955 provides that the employer can only can on reason based on misconduct that is against the explicit or implicit terms of service of contract after a domestic inquiry. A. Dismiss an employee without notice B. Demote the worker and C. Impose any lighter suitable punishment This provision clearly shows that the employer cannot dismiss an employee without domestic inquiry Despite this, there are some cases against this issue Remedies for breach of procedure According to provisions of the practice of industrial laws in Malaysia, a worker who is wrongfully dismissed by the employer can resort to certain remedies in general, the worker can make a claim based on the following three recourses. 1. Claim under contract. 2. Complain to the Director General according to S.69.3 and S.99 AEA 1955. And number 3. Complain to Director General of Industrial Relations, Section 20, IRA 1997.